Hi, everyone. You're listening to Scaling DevTools, the show that investigates how DevTools go from zero to one. I'm joined today by Zivit Katz, who is the VP of Marketing at Ziggy, the developer's assistant for non-coding tasks. And as for any of the developers out there, you probably know you want to spend all your time coding. So anything that takes away non-coding tasks is very exciting. Zivit, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jack. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. How are you? I am very good. I'm very excited to learn about Ziggy. My first question is actually like, what has it been like heading up marketing at Ziggy? So, so thanks for asking. Uh, it's a good question because joining a founding team in a startup at the early days for me is the most exciting part. And it's also very different than joining a company, an established company or, or an already established team even. And we're building from zero is the stage where I feel like most comfortable and gets me uh, excited. So when I joined Ziggy as the first uh, marketing person or product marketing person, as I see it, I'm in charge of creating the uh, and crafting the messaging and the story of Ziggy, creating its uh, persona, tone of voice, and basically its visual identity, or you can call it the brand around Ziggy. And I think that this is the first and most critical uh, stage before you're uh, thinking about how to bring leads and more developers into your website. And could you tell us a little bit about how you've been kind of splitting your time? So when you enter this position, it's critical to take the time you need to really understand your market and your users. It might sound trivial, but uh, I take it very seriously to, to identify with my users' problems and to get to know their words. Ziki is a tool that basically brings a new approach to the way R&D departments works. And let's say instead of uh, measuring devs with uh, dashboards for managers, we're basically we're creating a new approach where we offer hands-on help to devs with their day-to-day -day tasks. It took me time to define what we do and to decide on how to position Ziggy. So the way for me to do it started with obviously reading a lot, everything I could from social posts to community conversations to articles and marketing materials. But the most critical part was basically a series of devs interviews I did with something like, let's say 50 developers that were not Ziggy users, okay? We developers out there from my uh, personal network, um, reached out to developers, to friends, asked them to turn me to their friends. I don't know if you saw it, but I call myself the developer whisperer um, because um, that became my main goal, to understand developers and to talk to as many devs as I can. And I make sure even today to talk with at least one developer every day. So I, I started by reaching out to developers who were not Ziggy users and didn't use Ziggy's solution. So basically I could learn their words and their pains. And I really wanted to craft this and to understand what is their language and how they describe what they're having or, or their experience as developers. I interviewed 50 developers and I only asked them three questions. What do you like about being a developer? what you don't like about being a developer, and if I could get an assistant that would sit next to you all day, what kind of burden would you like him to take from you? 
And those three questions basically helped me craft Ziggy's messaging. I learned from example that the developers see themselves as creators and code as a creative process. I learned that a developer suffers from cognitive overload. So those were their words. They say cognitive overload and context switching. And those were words that I learned from developers when I told them that if they can have an assistant that sits next to them, so they say that they want help with their mundane work. This was actually a word that I didn't knew or their day-to-day tasks. I wanted that when dev will see our website or any other content that we publish, they will nod with their head with agreement. That's really interesting. And you mentioned mundane. And I know that's something that you're very passionate about is learning the language of the users that you speak to. It's important to understand the language and when you bring um, the first devs to your website or devs to your solution or to hear about the things that you will write on social media, etc. You want them to nod with, with agreement and to understand the problem and to identify with the problem. Many times when you will hear uh, marketing advisors for dev tools, they will be generalizing and they will say just this is a very introverted people that wants you to be very specific. So start with what you do and just say what you do, right? So I have to say I have a different advice. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but here is my advice. Marketing is something that takes time and there is a learning curve and you need to build your story and understand that it takes time. Not all tools and not all dev tools can just start with, here's what we do and how. And it's important to craft a strong story that, you know, for dev tools, there are so many tools out there, so many journey, uh, solutions out there and can be an overload of tools. And developers are using many tools on their daily um, um, routine. And do you want to make sure that you create a brand that people can remember? And you want to create a strong positioning where your product and your company can grow from. You, you remember, you asked me how it's like to join a, in an early days to a startup. And it's very different. There is no brand yet. There is no solution yet. You're now creating the brand. You're now creating the very steps, the very first baby steps of the brand. And you want to make sure that this brand has first that it will become a brand that people will remember it, that it will be strong enough to pop out from your daily routine and you will remember, oh, this, this tool, Ziggy. And it's not just remembering, it's the feeling that this brand creates and, and how it makes you feel. And you want to create a, a position where your company can grow from with this branding and with this positioning. Startups pivot and change and develop and you want to leave room for growth also with what you're building now. This is a long-term uh, thinking. It's thinking for uh, bigger days and for the next day and not just for the now and how I'm bringing more leads. I can assure you that we also saw it eventually in the numbers and in the high conversion rate that we have to our website. But if I will uh, go back to your question, the first steps that you, you want to take. So in order to understand the first tools, start with talking with your users, with your potential users, even before they are users and hearing the words and craft the words and understand how they describe 
the pains that they feel and how they describe the things that they love. But basically is understanding your product position in the market. Dev tools sounds like a generic thing, but there are many dev tools. What are you? Are you a code collaboration tool? Are you a solution for the IDE? Are you a system of records? You need to first understand the tool that you're presenting or building a story for. What is this tool? The second question is who exactly your users are. So you can't say, oh, they're developers. First, they are humans and uh, they are people and there are different developers. Different developers are looking for different tools. They have different ways to find about tools. The third point is what is the intent of your user? What do I mean by intent? For Ziggy, for example, Ziggy, as I said, creating a new way to move the needle in the R&D team, in the R&D department. So for Ziggy, I thought that there is no intent. Users or developers are never heard about a thing like Ziggy that helps them with their day-to-day task. If they heard uh, that they are used to tools that are first are for managers and for the team leaders or VPs and about a dashboard that measure devs productivity or devs activity uh, and using words like velocity. What I thought is that if developers ever heard about something like Ziggy is only if they had a very good team leader or a very good team. This is the only way that they felt something like Ziggy. Okay. So, so what is the intent of your users? If your product, for example, is a solution for X that sits under code collaboration tool. And so then you can understand where are you going to look for your users, how you will define your uh, wording and your messaging. So this is the third uh, point. And the fourth one is how users are going to get your product. This is a very important question because if uh, in, in your early days of the product, users can't immediately install you and immediately test you, or for example, they need to add you to their organization system, for example. So it's very important to create trust and, and this is how it's even more important to define the why to define the problem that you're solving. And in this case, as I believe you can't start with just saying, okay, we're a tool that solves this and this is what we do. There is always this uh, danger of being out there in the pool of tools that nobody heard about. This is how I feel. So to summarize things, it's basically start with understanding the big picture of your market and your product positioning. What are you? And then go and really uh, know the specific about your users. You know, it was a very uh, revolutionizing for me to understand that developers see, this, see themselves as creators and what they like in solving problems and solving riddles. Everyone knows the developers love to code, but when you understand, when you deeply understand uh, what they love, what they don't love, how did they find the problems? It's easy later or it's easier. There's nothing easy about marketing for developers, but it's easier to create new content, to reach out for developers. And I think that the last point that I did not mention, and maybe it's the, the second big thing that you need to do is this working on the social proof. If there's one thing that I can um, generalize about is the developers believe their devs. 
the next thing is to work on your social proof and in other words, in human words, is your developers love. You want them to love your product and once they love your product and they love the problem that you're solving and they identify with your brand and then identify with, with the solution that you also offer, even if the product is still very small and it's solving a very specific issue, if they would love it, then they will share and they will help you and they will talk with other devs and then you will be on the right path for success. What I love about everything that you've described there is I think like each of those points related to just doing very deep research into your specific product, your specific audience, your specific go-to-market. And I think almost the podcast is called Scaling Dev Tools, but I think what you said so well was all these lessons we're learning, they probably don't apply to someone else's company. Most of the things that we're learning, except for the fact that you have to do that hard work into really understanding your area. So mm -hmm. I really love that answer. Thanks. You can't apply every device that you see there on your product and your company. And one of the advices that I don't like is, okay, start with the what. It's not about the what. It depends on the product that you have and how users are going to install it. Um, find about you. What kind of developers? Are there web developers? Are there freelance developers? Are the backend developers that sit uh, for, for us, for example, we are reaching out to developers who are doing the deep work in uh, big R&D teams, in growing departments, in teams. So it's very different to reach out with a tool that creates a new way to work and communicate and connect with your teammates' work and to install it on your Slack organization and to work with it along, like alongside you and during your day. <clears throat> so for Ziggy, it's very important to take the time and taking the time, it's a very harsh uh, sentence when you're in a startup, there's always no time, right? But it's important to take the time to craft the message and to change your website with uh, the, the evaluation of the growth of your company. Like as your company grows, uh, your messaging is uh, changing and becomes better and better. But but keep talking with the developers and your users. And this is what I do. And it helps me a lot. It's easier for me to reach out to developers and to understand how to engage them and how to, to talk with them. And I can say that having known you for a while now, I can see how, you know, your messaging and your, your landing page is just getting better and better over time. And you're just constantly improving it, refining things. It seems to be doing really well. Yeah, my final question is something that we've spoken a little bit about before was marketing plans. And I wonder if you could talk about the place for marketing plans at startups. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, for me, I always, I don't know if you hear about the, the way I speak. It's always with plans and goals and lists. So as I see it, the marketing plan is the first crucial part to start. So I always start with a deck, an empty deck, a presentation. And the presentation is for me. And uh, it's basically uh, setting up the ground rules for how I'm going to work. And every few months I create, like I refine the plan or create a new plan for the stage that the company is at. But 
when I started uh, and I joined Ziggy, I took uh, a month to create this plan. And as I said, I started with creating uh, meetings for myself with developers out there that were not users, that never saw the, the product, that never heard about the product because I want them to come like, you know, as a, an empty page and to just hear what they have to say and created the plan. And the plan has very like ground uh, rules. It's I, I always start with um, with who we are, like very short uh, sentence. What uh, what's the main values of the product, like the three main benefits? Uh, what is the pain that we are going to solve? And this is something that I do when I did when I just started. So I, I also changed it and refined it and created and made it better. But this is like the first questions that I put on my deck. And then are the, the, the big bucket segmentation, as I call it, like, as the, I said before, what, what is the product in the market? Is it a code collaboration tool? Is it system of record tool? Is it a BI predictive tool? Um, what else? Is it an integration? Uh, is it a system of engagement tool? So like where your product sits in this bucket uh, list that I just gave you, where does the product sit? And then I'm looking at the developer's environment. What tools is already using and where are we going to be? How are we going to fit in his day? And et cetera, et cetera. But then I, I get into the... Once I finalize this plan, I go and do the branding and started with the branding to Ziggy, which I really love and you should love because this is the product that you're going to work on in the next uh, several years, hopefully. And uh, for the branding there, there were like these high definitions that it needs to be Ziggy's about Ziggy. Like there are three words uh, that Ziggy gets you, understands you, gets things done and sets you free. And the branding was built around those um, values, gets me, get things done and set me free. And uh, about the branding, how strong should it be? How memorize, uh, memorizable should it be? So like these are the very uh, steps of like my recommendations for you. If you're the first founding team, first uh, marketeer in your team. That's great advice. That's all we've got time for. Thank you so much, Zivit, for joining. Where can people learn more about Ziggy and about yourself? So you can reach out to me. I love to talk to people, as you understand. You can reach out to my via my LinkedIn profile um, about Ziggy. Just type ziggy.ai. Look up for us on our LinkedIn or Twitter uh, space or join our Slack community and ping me whenever you want. I'm there. Thanks, Zivit. And thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you again next week. Bye.